Welcome to the Rebel Speaker Podcast, where we break the tried and true presentation rules so that you can create a speech that stands out, makes an impact, and positions you as the go-to expert. And now your host, the instigator of the presentation rebellion, Dr. Michelle Mazur. For the past two episodes of the podcast, we've been talking about building something much bigger than a speaking business, something with much more impact, something that has the potential to change lives or even society or culture. And I've been calling you to step into something huge, something that you are at the epicenter of. You're the catalyst. You're the change maker. You're that speaker making it happen. And while all that might be intriguing to you, it also might be freaking you out. That is what I wanted to address in this episode of the Rebel Speaker Podcast. Because speaking for impact begins with you. This is Dr. Michelle Mazur, the CEO of Communication Rebel, where we turn speakers on the rise into speaking powerhouses who create a movement with their message by changing their audience with their ideas. And we get them paid along the way. I wanted to do this episode because I know for myself when I decided to start talking about speaking in the context of creating something bigger like a movement. I became freakishly excited about the possibilities of what I was creating and also completely terrified. And if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, that's me. Like, I know that there's this change I want to create. I am devoted to helping people and I want them to be devoted to spreading my message. And that completely freaks me out. Then we should meet that resistance head on. So the first thing to do to meet that resistance is I want to give you a huge mindset shift alert. If you are a speaker and you are calling yourself a speaker and you have proclaimed it, guess what? You are already a leader. Now, I had a problem with the term leader for ages. I have worked with so many speakers who do some form of leadership training. That seemed to be an issue that we would come up against with their audiences, is that a lot of us don't consider ourselves leaders. I don't see myself as one, or I do now more than I did before. I saw myself more like a humble servant helping you to make more money with speaking by creating an epic audience experience. I thought of leaders as people that were CEOs, like Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates. By those two examples, you can probably tell I live in Seattle. Or I think of a leader as someone like Brene Brown, who's leading a huge cultural discussion around shame and vulnerability. I didn't think of a leader as someone like me. And I bet you might not think of a leader as someone like you. But you and I, we're leaders because we are speakers. And speaking is powerful. You are in a position to create something new for your audience. And you are their guide on that journey of transformation. When you're on the stage or even a virtual stage, you are ascribed influence and power. You're leading. So accept that mindset shift. If you're a speaker, 
then you're a leader. Because once you do, you're a step closer to making a bigger impact with your speaking. The second thing to understand and know, if you are accepting this leadership role of speaker, you're also going to meet with resistance from the imposter complex. Last year, I did an interview with my coach and friend, Tanya Geisler, around the 12 lies of the imposter complex that stop us from speaking and spreading our message and giving visibility to our body of work. And the imposter complex shows up with questions like, who am I to be speaking on this? Or who am I to be starting this movement? Or I just don't know enough. I need to study more. I need another degree before I can start. Or it might be telling you, what if they all find out I'm a fraud and I really don't know what I'm talking about? Or all the success that I've had so far is because of good luck. It's not because of my intelligence or my experience or my expertise or who I am. It's because I got lucky and people like me. Tanya always says that the good news about the imposter complex is that it means you're a high achiever. You set high goals, you want to accomplish big things. But the bad news is that if we let it stop us from stepping into our starring role, as Tanya would say, we prevent ourselves from getting our message out into the world, spreading and causing the change that we want to see. If this is you, if you feel like you are a little imposter complexy, <laughs> I definitely encourage you to go check out Tanya Geisler at tanyageisler.com. Her work around the imposter complex is amazing. And she's someone I'm working with on my own imposter complex. But I also wanted to give you an example of how I deal with the imposter complex when I am meeting it head on. As I was outlining the content for the first three months of the year to talk about movement makers and speaking, I started to hear a voice in my head who asked questions like, who am I to be talking about movements? Clearly, I don't know enough about this. I Sure, I took a social movements class in grad school, but I should really study up before I hit record and put any of this out there. And then as I do, since I am a natural born researcher, I started reading. And one of the resources I found, which is terrific, I will link it up in the show transcript, is Jonathan Fields is a great resource on starting a revolution with your business. What I realized from reading that, reading some other things on social movements, is that I was already using some of these principles in the work that I've been doing in the podcast that I've been publishing the past few years. I've already been talking about this. I haven't been framing it that way. And I had to remember that I am enough in this instance. And then I went back to my Why I'm Awesome list, which was one of the most popular episodes of the Rebel Speaker podcast in 2017, where you write down all of your accomplishments, keep a list of the testimonials and the results that you've gotten for your audiences and for your clients to remind yourself that, yes, you can create that movement. And that's how I started taking action now instead of three or four months from now when I felt more ready because I'm ready enough and you're ready enough. The final tool I'm going to give you is going to sound a little counterintuitive, but I also want you to think about all the reasons you don't want to be a speaker who starts a movement. 
One of the most helpful tools that I've used to muster the gumption to take on this leadership role is from Carolyn Elliott, and she is the creator of the course Influence. And one of the things Carolyn teaches is about shadow integration, really getting to know the dark side of ourselves. She created this exercise called the Deepest Fear Inventory, which I love and I do on a regular basis. What you do is you take out a piece of paper and you write a letter to the universe, to God, to Jesus, to Buddha, or yourself, and basically say, dear universe, I deeply hate and resent your goal. So let's say, dear universe, I deeply hate and resent being a sought after speaker who everyone is talking about and who is booked out with speaking gigs because I have a deep fear. And then you just write. Because when I did this, I found out like I have a deep fear of being visible. I have a deep fear of other people wanting my time. I wrote out all of these fears. And then at the end of the letter, you just ask for the universe or whoever to remove those fears. An option is to read it out loud to someone you trust and then rip it up into a thousand pieces. And then repeat this every day. And after a while, you will start seeing your fears as hilarious. And you will also start seeing that there are some things you can do about your fears. For me, my fear around time and everybody wanting a piece of my time and not having time for myself or time for my husband or my kittens or for travel is I realized I could take control of my schedule. I could start seeing my clients every other week. And then having weeks where I just create or have time to get away for a retreat or a vacation, there was something I could do about that fear. And then it wasn't a fear anymore. It dissolved. And it's really helped me bring to the surface all of those subconscious things that might be blocking me. So highly recommend trying the deepest fear inventory because once you confront those fears, you'll be free. You can start stepping into that role of speaker, leader, and movement maker. And of course, I'm here to help you create that movement. That is what my business is all about. I'm here to help you be that speaker who crowds are devoted to and talk about and spread your message. And to find out more how I can help you with that, go to drmichellemazur.com slash speak and apply for your free chat and we can see how we can work together. Bottom line of this episode is get out of your own way. Realize that if you're a speaker, you're already a leader. Dance with your imposter complex and confront those fears and you're on your way to making an impact. Thank you so much for listening to the Rebel Speaker Podcast. If you're loving this show, please rate and review it on iTunes. It is the best way for speakers like you to find out about us. And you can learn more about Communication Rebels coaching and consulting services that help business owners and speakers make a bigger impact with their message while building a speaking business on their own terms at drmichellemazur.com.